the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Don't have time to go on SoCal Live today? Leave Scott a voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live's Hour 2. I'm Scott Froh, your host and former World Series ticket holder for Petco Park. I guess I won't be going. There's be no World Series on the West Coast, uh, but I will be rooting for the Philadelphia Phillies. Go Phillies and uh, beat the cheating Astros. There are lots of people getting sensitive about the whole cheating Astros thing. Let me tell you something. Uh, one reason to root for the Astros is Dusty Baker. Don't blame him for that. He wasn't there for that in 2017 when the Astros cheated in the World Series. Some of us are still, uh, you know, kind of bitter about that uh, and that they didn't really get punished for that. Dusty Baker, though, he's, a, you know, he's a uh, Los Angeles Dodgers icon. He was our left fielder for many years, a great player. And if the Astros win, we can be happy for Dusty Baker. Uh, we really should. He deserves it. He's one of baseball's greatest managers. And he took on a really tough thing, knowing that the, that, that team is... Uh, has got a lot of problems because of what happened uh, back there. So you know, I just have those thoughts. Uh, anyway, that's enough for baseball in this hour. And let me ask you this question. What is morality? Like in a cultural sense, does is, is morality something that changes? Is morality something that uh, we learn from? And where, where do you draw that line? I'm asking that because in several several different interviews lately, there is a difference between in the conversations about abortion or the conversations about transgenderism and things like that. Now, if you disagree on those issues, including if you disagree about late-term abortions or you disagree about uh, surgeries for minors, children as young as 12 that might re- remove breasts or genitalia or giving little kids puberty-blocking drugs that they have to be on and different drugs that have to be on for life, that if you, if you are against that, then you are immoral and I'm bringing this up because it's something we need to understand is not just some small group of people who've come up with some notion. This is the president of the United States today. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. He's talking about specifically Tennessee that was blocking gender therapies for children, okay, not even just adults. There's a couple of different conversations here, right? And you might have that conversation differently for people who are adults. But we're talking about kids, 12 years old, who in hospitals, children's hospitals across our country, we have learned now are being given what's called gender-affirming care. So if, if a child decides that he or she wants to be a not he or she, that it isn't just about going through life and making some decisions or what bathroom you're going to use or how you're going to dress, that it can even be about making physical changes to yourself. These physical changes that are being done include puberty-blocking drugs that prevent you from developing normally. And the thing is, is when you take those things, it's a lifetime of change. In most cases, it means you will not have 
sexual satisfaction, you will probably, it will interrupt and probably uh, permanently change your ability maybe to have kids one day or even have a relationship with another person in uh, a romantic way. Uh, it affects people in that way so often. Many, many other things. You, you become a medical patient for life. And we're talking about the removal of, of breasts and genitalia. I know this is uncomfortable to talk about, but we have to talk about it. The president is talking about it, all right? And, and telling you that if this bothers you or you don't agree, that you are immoral. Are, you, are we immoral? Are you immoral if you disagree on this? Uh, here was the president in uh, a longer – what this is is it's an interview with uh, Now This, which is a um, sort of a – drive-by news organization where there's a lot of pictures and internet stuff. And they brought in this young man named Dylan. Dylan is a social media star who has been documenting his transition into a woman on social media. All right. And, you know, when we talk about this, by the way, he's got a huge following, but a lot of that following is mocking him. Okay. A lot of that following is not people who are saying you go. They're, they're people who are mocking. It's pretty brutal. And it troubles me watching this because he responds in some way. You, he, I don't think he's doing well. And it's not like he's transitioning into a woman as much as you, you feel like he's transitioning into a little girl is really how he's acting. He's an adult male transitioning into uh, a young woman, he says. And it raises a lot of questions. As we talk about these things, we have to be sensitive to the fact that there are human beings involved who are going through a lot of stuff. And in my view, most of the time are very, very troubled. And I'm very concerned for this person because I think he's getting used politically. And he is in a lifestyle and he's making life choices that are leading him away from the hope of Christ, leading him away from the hope of what truth brings. And it's leading him into hopelessness and a hopelessness of having no truth, no way, and often no life. And so that's that's part of the background here, okay? I just want to be sensitive to that. Maybe some of you are dealing with that. I know some of you are dealing with this in your families, and I get it. it just, you have to talk about it. And when it's at a national level, you got to talk about it. President Biden sat down with uh, some interviews on some issues that um, are social issues in this way. And this person named Dylan, who is a guy but transitioning into a woman, um, was given this access to the President of the United States to ask these questions. And this is some of Biden's response. You know, you sometimes they try to block you from being able to access certain medicines, being able to access certain procedures and so on. None of that should be available. I mean, uh, you know, no, no state should be able to do that, in my view. So I feel very, very strongly that, uh, that you should have every single solitary right, including including use of the, your gender identity bathrooms in public. So President Biden, see, I don't think he believes a lot of this stuff, to be quite honest with you. I mean, think about somebody who is your, your grandfather or somebody who is of that generation. I don't, I'm not sure that he's, he's getting it. But, you know, maybe I'm just wrong about that. I mean, obviously he's sitting there and, and doing this, but he's calling you immoral. All right. He is saying that now if you disagree with this, nobody agreed with this not too long ago, but now all of a sudden you're immoral if you think, and he's talking about kids. You know, there's issues for adults, but he's talking about little kids being prevented from having these treatments that will change their life forever. As one 
transgender writer in the Washington Post said, you become a medical patient for life, that you don't realize that when you are young, and this person transitioned as a young adult, you don't realize then what it means for you, that it doesn't mean a life of normalcy. It doesn't mean that you go through life and all of a sudden you're the other gender and everybody's okay with that, or that it really works, or that if you want to date or you want to be with people, that it's going to somehow work for you. You you aren't told that. And we learned that the hospitals that are doing this, that there is tremendous amount of money. You know, what is the root of all evil? The love of money. Not the money, but the love of it. Personally, I think that is driving a lot of this, and we're hurting kids. Uh, the president went on to to discuss this, and he said some interesting things that I thought we should talk about. Listen to this. People fear what they don't know. They fear what they don't know. And when people realize, individuals realize, oh, this is what they're telling me to be frightened of? This is the problem? This is, I mean, people change their minds. People are just don't know enough to know. As a culture, in 10 or 12 years, the culture has changed its mind on a lot of moral issues. In the issue of, of transgender, I'm not even sure where this is going to land. I do believe that it's probably going to backfire, that a lot of this pressure to go this way is going to backfire because we are talking about medical decisions that change your life permanently. And we're going to see a generation of kids, many kids, make decisions that shortly into their young adult life or their middle age life, they're going to regret. But for the meantime, it's changed. We're suddenly, if somebody, if my kid suddenly says, dad, I want to be a girl, I'm supposed to empower that. I'm supposed to take my son in and uh, start to discuss medical changes to himself, chemical castration, other surgeries, puberty-blocking drugs. And the thing that I'm being told is, is that if I don't want to do that, then I'm a bad parent, and the work that's being done is to take me out of the loop anyway. That the laws that we are looking at, particularly here in California, and we'll get to some of this pretty soon, is that parents are being taken out of the loop for this and other issues so that you don't even know because you are making an immoral choice by telling your child this is not an option for them. You know, parents, can I just be with you? As a dad myself, we have an obligation to our kids. And part of that obligation is, you know, our kids are older. We can kind of have conversations. Here's why you don't want to do that. And there's lots of research that says that. But we also have the ability to say no. That, you know, as long as the, it's the old parent thing, as long as you live under my, my house and my rules, the answer is no. What's shocking to me is how many parents are buying into this. And there is a, and I think that part of the pressure is to say, there's two things that get said. You're immoral, and it's coming from the president and coming from the news media. And I, don't th- I think this is a small number of people, by the way. I don't think this is a left and right thing. I think that this is a 80, 85, 90% of people are on the same page on this, really. But I think that we have tremendous fear, and we don't know what to do. 888-528-2557 is the number. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I'd love to get your thoughts on this, 888-528-2557. Do morals change? Because what the president is saying is that morals change. So on the transgender issues, we're having a lot of change. We're also having a discussion uh, about abortion where over the past 12 years, I would say, it's changed. If you are somebody who is in favor of abortion, the conversation on 
that side of the argument has changed from safe, legal, and rare to now politicians across the country when asked, should abortion be legal until the very last day of you know, one minute before birth? People refusing to answer or they're just flat out saying yes. What happened to safe, legal, and rare? If you don't have uh, – if you're worried about inflation, well, you should abort your child. They're too expensive. We are looking at it in the area of, of drugs. Great reporting actually by the LA Times about the marijuana business in California. If you haven't read that, you should read it. Go to the LA Times. This is worth paying the money for the paywall because shockingly – They are doing real journalism here and pointing out that the marijuana industry, once we legalized it in 2016, is not doing all the things that we promised it would do, that it has generated incredible crime, increase in crime, increase in um, organized crime, that it is not generating the the tax revenue and it's costing us more money um, because of there's so much crime, so many difficult things. It's amazing. Uh, This moral question, we have changed our minds about all of these things over this period of time. And the president of the United States is making these comments about it. He continued in this interview to say this. It's outrageous, and I think it's immoral. What he says is outrageous is the states like Tennessee, who have banned, in this case, Vanderbilt University, from doing sex change operations on kids, on minors as young as 12. He thinks that's outrageous, and here's what he has to say. It's outrageous, and I think it's immoral. The trans part's not immoral. What they're trying to do to trans persons is immoral. Is it immoral? Are we going through a, is the morality changing? Should, does morals, do morals change about anything? How do we look at that? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Adrian and Silmar, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello, thank you for having me. Well, I would like to just add that I believe that's just a political stunt. He's more of seeing who he could put in his back bag pretty much because he's pretty much waste like there's the everybody's pretty much leaving the democrat party so i feel like he's just looking for any excuse obama did it with jay-z he was asking jay-z like to go around and give his name out and everything to help out to get the black community and everything and it kind of worked but now his thing is using the transgender movement the the how do you call it almost everybody every oppressed group he can find he's trying to make a group out of it do you think adrian that this is just election politics or is this a greater movement that's going to go on beyond november 8th oh i think this might go beyond november 8th i think people really want to they really he really wants to push something their agenda is really going way far towards the left and it's more it, there's, there's, this is not a moral part. This is, like, outrageous. Like, he's really pushing for something else. Okay, thank you very much for your call, Adrian. And, uh, you know, I don't know what his motivation is. I feel like um, when, I'm, when I'm hearing this, what, what's getting me is the conversation about morals, okay? I heard the same thing in the, uh, the gubernatorial debate that was this weekend with Governor Newsom and his opponent, Brian Dolly. Um, and the conversation came up about Proposition 1 and uh, the discussion or the argument about whether or not it will uh, cause uh, 
these state laws to accept abortions for any reason up until the moment of birth. This is what the governor said. We're not embarrassed uh, and we don't apologize for having the back of women and girls all across this country uh, that are fleeing persecution and fleeing uh, the kind of, well, extreme policies that you're promoting. He's talking about other states that have limited abortion in different ways. He's calling that persecution. All right. He's he's that's a, a very significant religious sounding word. Right. Uh, persecution. Um on that. This is how the, the language about these moral issues has changed. Are you following me here? This is how this isn't just a difference in policy. This isn't something that we can just discuss. This is if you don't believe that um, the unborn child has rights, even if you you are in a place where it's just late terms. Some people, the majority of people think that first trimester abortions are okay, but the majority of people and a, and a massive majority of people late term think that's wrong. You're now being told that you're immoral. Do the morals change? How does this work? Uh, Mark from Granada Hills, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, thanks a lot, Scott. Uh, I just want to add in that I think it's uh, disgusting. I don't care whether you look at it from a biblical point of view or any other point of view. You're killing life. And life is valuable. You know, this isn't a war. You know, and late term, late term is just war. It's, it's disgusting. I don't care what religion you're with. Killing a child is has a such a bad cause that eventually all of these things that they're doing, you're killing the human race. And that's what it seems like they're doing. And I don't care what kind of religion you're talking about, just killing human life is is a disgrace. Most people most people agree today that late term abortions um, should be illegal. And, and most people believe even any abortion is the taking of a life today. People, I think because of the science and ultrasounds and things, most people think you're killing a baby. You know, the question is, is there, you know, is there a, a difference in value for the unborn child versus the mom? And we're not talking about life of the mother and issues like that. Okay. We're talking about the, the general abortion. Why do you think that is? they're trying to, uh, you know, negotiate life. In other words, they're trying to say uh, at a certain point it's okay, but at a certain point it's not. Anyway, it's it's not okay. And they're doing it for political reasons. They want more votes. There's a lot of politics. Thank you very much for your call on that. I want to go to some other calls here. Angie in Compton, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? Sleepy. <laughs> well, it's a Monday. Thank you. Are you? Uh, are you? Um, go ahead. I want to talk about um, the butchering of the children. It, to me, if someone wants to do change their sex, they should at least wait till they grow up completely. I think uh, what the argument that they're way, trying. They'll have a better. Um, idea of what they really want. You don't know what they want. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. I think that the argument that's coming from the other side is that if you start the puberty blockers early, you can you can stop a lot of the uh, natural biological things going on that would make you into the man or the woman that you would become. 
Uh, is there? Why are we changing our morals about that? Why is the president saying it's immoral to think that what I just said uh, is something that is wrong? You still with me, Angie? Andy, thanks for your call. I'll go on to uh, the the next one. Wednesday, Wendy in Orange County. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott. How are you today? I'm good, Wendy. How are you? I am just fine, although this topic is, is like, it's really, really tough, and I have a lot of opinions about it. Yeah. But I really think, I think that, you know, my own personal opinion is, in at least in California, we're a democratic state. And I think a lot of the truth of the matter is, is this is a very small minority of people. And the media, the mainstream media, even the president, this Democratic Party that's in power right now, they're trying to make it seem like it's a majority issue. Like a majority of the people agree with this. The majority of the children want to have a, a, a gender change. See, and I, I, I don't think that, that even the majority of I don't think a majority of Democrats believe this. So where are we headed with this? Well, I think that if this is, I think this is going to phase out. If we look back at history, there have been a lot of things that have happened during the time of, you know, that we've been in existence on this planet. And I think it's going to phase out. I just think we're going to have a messed up, a really messed up generation of people that are going to come out of this. And, but I do believe it will phase out. I just don't know when. But something else is going to come along that's going to be hot and exciting, and the progressives are going to jump on that train. And then the whole transgender thing, the abortion thing, will all be kind of you know pushed off to the side while they go on to this new progressive idea that is a small minority of people. Well, you, you might be right, Wendy. I mean, I would say thank you for your call very much. I would say and this is an argument that I'm making. Maybe I'm wrong about this. See, and, and maybe that's that's part of my thinking. My belief is that 80% or more of us do not agree with this. I, I think almost all of us. That I think is if you just got all of us in a room, Democrats, Republicans, Independents, that most of us agree that kids should not go through these procedures. That even if you would say later, like you did, Wendy, in life, you can make that decision as an adult. It's a different conversation. I think most of us think as as um, uh, most of us as adults, we think that kids shouldn't be going through this. But here we have the president of the United States saying that we're immoral for thinking that. And I don't agree. I don't think that most people, even in his own party, agree with that. What's happening with us in our moral conversation? I got to take a break. I'm over. I see a bunch of calls. I'll get back with you in just a second on this subject. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. We'll be back as the Monday edition continues. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. It's outrageous, and I think it's immoral. The trans part's not immoral. What they're trying to do to trans persons is immoral. That was President Biden today in an interview uh, in responding to questions about restrictions on uh, gender therapies for kids, including surgeries to remove genitals and breasts and including puberty blockers and other things for young kids, maybe as young as 12, certainly minors. And there's a lot of movement to have parents taken out of this decision. I think he calls it immoral. And that's really where I'm headed on today is is when we're talking about these moral issues, do do the morals change? I think most of us listening, Democrat, Republican, whoever you are, 
you don't agree with that. You think that parents should be involved, that kids should not make those decisions uh, as young people. What do you think? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Anthony in Lancaster, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, what's up, Scott? How you doing, Anthony? I am wonderful. I'm, to be honest, I'm a little annoyed just listening to all the garbage, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Go ahead, Anthony. So so I, I was just listening to, uh, you know, a big part of the problem is, uh, you know, obviously it's media. You know, they, they say what they want to say, and unfortunately it is political. Um, and I think as both Christian men and women and, and people who don't believe in the garbage, I think we're just being too nice. And sometimes I think we take the back seat to, uh, you know, to the other side. You know, they're very bold. They're very on fire about what they believe in, whether it's true or not. And I think sometimes we just sit back and, oh, you know, I'm going to pray for you. And, and hey, I understand that. A prayer is everything. But it's not bold enough. I mean, what do you we're think, trying uh, to give our opinion. What do you think we should do? And, and in this case, I don't think maybe I'm wrong, and maybe you should call me somebody if you just think I'm wrong about this, 888-528-2557. I don't even think this is Democrats and Republicans disagreeing. I think this is a very far-left fringe thing that's driven by money and politics, like you're saying. So what should the rest of us do? Well, I mean, we need to start fighting fire with fire. I mean, you know, we keep talking about the transgender thing, right? But we keep asking people who are not transgender and who are straight people about that. We need to start talking to the transgenders that know it's a problem, the people who have been through the, the trauma, the people who have been through the, the mistakes that they made. And they need to, we need to get them to start speaking to the other young crowds about what really happens behind the scenes, you not, know, I, not what 1% of America says is good. You know what I mean? We, yeah. need, to, we need to start fighting fire with fire. Anthony, thank you for your call. I, I appreciate that, Anthony. Uh, 888-528-2557. You know, one of the fastest growing groups on uh, social media is a group called Gays Against Groomers. And uh, these are, are people, they're not coming at it from a Christian perspective. They're coming at it from the perspective of, hey, what's going on with the transgender movement and what's going on, particularly with kids and particularly some of the uh, events that are going on with uh, the drag shows with kids and things like that, that this is bad and it's making it, and they're making some excellent points. Anthony's got a point there that this crowd is uh, some people who can speak to, to it from an angle that I think lots of people would listen to. Patricia from Huntington Beach, welcome to Southern California Live. Oh, thank you, Scott. It's a pleasure. I've had uh the pleasure of, of listening to you since you came on well, and i'm very you. impressed you're welcome okay i'm going to start with the biden comment okay first of all anytime he speaks the democrats speak they all come out of the heart of victimhood nobody ever ever said we don't love them as a christian we love our brothers and sisters now their lifestyles no we know it's wrong and it's it, and it and it is and there's no morals to that and it's demonic it's the spirit of age but what Biden wants to do is go and say, oh, you know, we, we just all feel so bad and you guys are picking on them. Why? Here's their goal. Here's their motive. Their motive is so taxpayers can pay for any type of surgeries they need. And we pick up the bill. They did it way back with the abortion. They did it way back with the gay. Is it, is it just money? Is, it, is, that, yeah. is that really yeah. what's the only thing that's driving this? You know what? You know what, Scott? At first I was like, yeah. 
it, when it's political, it's always going there. It's always going there. Let's touch on, because the ox, you know, the squad, they're all for that. Okay, let's do this, but we got to get things passed. We don't start pushing back on this. We're going to be paying for everything. We're going to be paying for everything. And here's my take on it, Scott. Okay, we're all humans. God created every one of us. And we're, we're men, we're women. He created all of us. I love them. When I walk into the store and I see a trans survey, I, I love them as a person. It's like, you know what? You just pay your own thing. Do your own thing. You know, why is it going to be on me? And the parents. The par- those are the parents. Those are the ones that are taking their kids to drag shows. So those parents need to be talked to. Yeah, Patricia, I appreciate That's- your I appreciate your call. I think that I think the money has a lot to do. I think a lot of it is parents, right? Well, who are the parents who are into this? The parents taking their kids to the drag show. My parents would never have taken me to to any sort of sexual related thing at all ever. Uh, I remember my dad. Funny story about my dad. One time we were at Disneyland, and we left. And uh, this part of Anaheim has actually cleaned up quite a bit, but there used to be uh, uh, prostitution going on right outside of Disneyland. I don't think I realized it so much as a kid. My dad one time rolled down the window and yelled at some pimp and some people who were doing stuff and just shouted out all the stuff about how their kids around and how dare you do this at Disneyland and things like that. And, you know, my parents didn't want me around it at all. I can't imagine why you would take your kid to something. There's got to be pressure, right? Social pressure causing you to do this there's something because that and that's something we're seeing in these videos right an awful lot of kids 888-528-2557 listening to southern california live is it immoral we're hearing from our leaders that if you do not agree with opinions about abortion or transgenderism especially when it comes to to kids or late-term abortions or things that most people don't seem to agree with on either side that you now have an immoral position to take 888-528-2557. President Biden said that today. President uh, or Governor Governor Newsom, probably soon to be president, not to make you feel, you know, uh, said yesterday in the debate that that women who are in other states where they can't get abortions, even in the late term, that they're being persecuted. Is that really the the angle that we're we're going as a country? What has morality changed? 888-528-2557. JT in Huntington Beach. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott, before we uh, give you my opinion, I want to say a thumbs up on the, the great song California Soul by Marlena, the great singer Marlena Shaw. I like the way you're... you're you can thank that. our great Southern California Live producer, Wilbert. He does a great job with the music there. Thank you, Wilbert. Well, there's another example. We used to have great singers like her and others, uh, many, many singers, that uh, they were distinctive and it was clean music and it was good and it still sounds good after all these years and it's... It's like I think we've got we've taken a nosedive in terms of music and films and television. Our culture has gone down the toilet, and the excuses and the same thing with this transgender thing. Uh, you know, well, that's the way it is. That was then. This is now. There's always an excuse for why we have changed, and, and the fact that people back then would would have rejected this. Well, people would have rejected it for generations. But ours is the first generation that's re- that's accepted it. It's been building up slowly. I think that the the hippies and the counterculture started this whole thing of freedom, meaning you can do whatever you want. But it was, I mean, you know, like 60 years ago, as you and I talked, the Cuban Missile Crisis going on. Imagine if President Kennedy had come on and he was giving a speech and he, he endorsed transgenderism or Nixon or Carter or Reagan or Eisenhower or Truman. It wasn't even a thought in people's mind. That's how, that's how depraved we've become. And for Biden... 
Biden just did something that I've never heard any leader ever do, come on and, and say what he said. And, Scott, think about this. This is a man that was born in 1942. He's going to be 80 next month in November. Do you think his parents or grandparents uh, endorsed this when he was growing up in the 1940s or the 1950s in Delaware? I doubt yeah, it. I doubt it. At all. But why is he – I don't think he does personally. I think if you had him – you know, the look he gets on his face sometimes when he's doing this is just the look of a guy who's reading the cards, but he's not with it. Well, he's got cognitive and demen- dementia, dementia, dementia issues, and I think it's quite obvious that there are some well-known people that are. But I, I think he him. knows. I think he knows that he's saying things for political purposes. But so it, why is it? Why is that the? Why do because, people who are helping him with that think that's going to work? Because I don't think they care. I think they have a they have an agenda to destroy the society. I think our society is to make it so that we never have good entertainment again like we once did, like when you watch some of these shows, TV stations like MeTV and you watch Gunsmoke or these classic shows which had good values. Uh, none of the actors or actresses back in those days or anybody would have supported yeah, this garbage. JT, I'm gonna go, I got a bunch of calls, but thank yeah, you for your I call. Understand. I appreciate it. And uh, MeTV, I, I watched the old uh, Johnny Carson's on that station, and uh, it's a better Tonight Show back then than anything, I think, today. Joe, Huntington Beach, a few seconds here. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott. I just want to go back to what's driving this. Yeah. And uh, you look at what God has predicted in the Bible. It's the end times where there's going to be calamity and things that God wrote and the laws that were he wrote are going to be looked upon as wrong and and so forth and so you have this movement like when biden says this is immoral the guy i feel like he's got some possession even him and 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 newsom when you look at him both of those guys they're like almost possessed and well we don't we don't know joe but i agree that i gotta go to a break joe i appreciate your call you know i agree that it's it's an evil thing that's happening that in the last days you know we're going to see the reversal of what is good. And see, the thing is, and I got to go to this break, but, you know, as we're talking about this, I want to be sensitive to the fact that these kids that we're talking about are a lot of people who are changing their genders or even people who are dealing with particularly the late term abortions and other stuff. There's tremendous hurt. You know, what I'm afraid of is that we're going to have a society where a few years from now, we're going to have outrageous crying out of hurt and pain because of what we are accommodating right now. Uh, in our politics, and it's something that most of us don't agree with, but we're we feel like I think we can't do anything about it. Is the morality, you know, how does morality get changed like this so quickly? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. If you want to join our conversation, eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. I'll be back as the Monday edition continues. Too nervous to go live on the radio with Scott Furrow? Then share your thoughts on the SoCal Live voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. I am Scott Furrow. You can call and join our conversation, 888-528-2557. In light of things that the president said today about the immorality of people who oppose uh, laws that would restrict hospitals from doing transgender surgeries on children uh, and saying that is immoral, uh, looking at the morals in our society, do morals change? 888-528-2557. Uh, Gerardo, or Gerardo, thank you. Yes, hi. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for holding for so long. 
Not a problem. Thank you for having me, sir. Yeah. I just want to start off by saying I uh, love your show. I've uh, been here in KKLA for a while, and I um, want to start off with just saying that it boils down, and I heard this in KKLA. I'm not sure if it was Dr. Tony Evans that I heard it from, but it's a godless uh, government, right? When yeah. you leave it to a government yeah. that's uh, godless, this is what happens, right? You name it, abortion, now this this topic. And I speak as a father. I have a 10, an 8, and a 5, and it's really uh, nerve-wracking to to me that you would use taxpayer money and for me to tell my 12-year-old daughter, hey, it's okay, uh, when they're barely developing, they're learning so many things, their focus needs to be uh, elsewhere, learning the, the Word of God and learning so many things that are going to get them to be uh, good citizens in this uh, great nation that we have. But it's so sad that the focus is on this, and, and the agenda is definitely, I mean, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Biden, I don't think himself, I don't think he really feels that he agrees with this. He's more of a puppet. I don't think if Hunter were to say, hey, Dad, I want to get this this change, uh, but let's use government money, let's use uh, taxpayer money so I can get the surgery, I don't think he would uh, agree with that, uh, let alone his parents. For right? some reason, he um, thinks that it's a uh, it politically in his best interest, though. Um, and I'm not sure why, Gerardo. Hey, thank you for calling Southern California Live. You know, and you're right, Gerardo, that uh, I don't know if it's Gerardo or Gerardo, um, but thanks for listening. It's, um, uh, it is part of a godless society. Tony Evans, he's right on with that. And that's part of it. If there's no God, then the moral question, what is moral or do morals change? Well, it, it really just depends on you then, doesn't it? If there's no God, then you decide your own m- morality. And society might decide its own morality, uh, and it can change. Um, there you go, 888-528-2557. Mikey from Calabasas, welcome to Southern California Life. Is it Mikey or Mickey? Mikey, you're there. Thanks, Scott. Uh, yeah. You know, um, we all speak of us that are of a certain age about how this wouldn't have happened with our parents. But, you know, today parents are trying to be children's best friends. Yeah. And so... Everyone wants to tolerate and tolerate and ignore two totally different words. We always have to keep the direction on our children and not allow the government or the teachers to, to if they're going to do some steering, we've got to do the mid-course correction, staying connected. And us staying connected with direction comes from the body of Christ. Is your church preaching the Word of God? You've got to ask yourself, are they just making political statements, rah-rah Sunday, and Monday's back to normal. We, yeah. we have to stay on point as the body of Christ. We have the church, but, you know, in California, you can call anything a church, and, and everyone thinks they're doing the right thing just because right. they use that word. Yeah. Mikey, you know, uh, it is—the the Barna just came out with a survey— that said that 52% of Americans think that positive change will come from the government, only 25% from Christian churches. And historically, that's not true, but that's what we believe. And I and that 25%, if that survey is correct, that means a lot of church people are looking to the government more for change than uh, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ that really changes people. Yeah, uh, many of us have thrown in the towel. And, you know, it's it's prayer, it's worship, it's honoring God for who He is. Now it's like, hey, are you a Democrat or Republican? Oh, forget you guys. You're a Democrat. Oh, forget you guys. You're Republicans. You believe this. Where did where did that label become our worship point? It's like God. You were God. 
you can heal, you will heal. We need to repent and come back to you and, and let you do what you do, being God. We're not God. Yeah. And, you know, Mikey, thank you for calling. Um, and I think that's a great point here is that the church has the answer to these things. And it's, you know, I think you should vote. I think you should vote based on policy. You should look at these things and go, why is this happening? But, you know, on Wednesday after Election Day, you still have to care. And for, you know, one thing you can do is vote. But another thing you, you have to do is love people. You may not always have the, the right to vote. The church, though, always has the ability to love people. These are things, the fruits of the Spirit against those things, there is no law. You can't outlaw them. You know, do morals change? I've asked that question this hour. You know, morals don't change if they are God-given. Okay, certainly morals change in a society, and sometimes that moral change is good, right? We came to understand as a society that slavery is immoral. Now, we always knew in our hearts it was immoral. Everybody would have known that. But it was part of the way of the world, you know, in countries around the world is always slavery, but it was always immoral. President Lincoln concluded in his second inaugural address that the Civil War was put upon us by God ultimately uh, because of our tolerance of this evil and that it might cost us all of our treasure, basically. Everything we have might be gone because we put up with it. So we we definitely can change in a positive way. And in this way, you know, Lincoln was pointing out that we need to understand who God is. He pointed out how odd it is that uh, um, both North and South prayed to the same God and read the same Bible, but came to a different conclusion on things. Whatever God thinks is moral is always going to be true, and it cannot be changed. And the thing is, is it will cause harm if we're immoral. You know, immorality will always cause harm. That's what concerns me so much about this stuff is the tremendous hurt and pain that is coming. And we as the church, we've got to be ready for that. You know, society's opinions of morality can change. You know, how we treat people who are different than us or who live in who live lives contrary to biblical biblical morality. Sometimes the church has not done well at treating these people well. We've got to be careful about that dealing with this transgender um, stuff in our society now, or even abortion, we got to love people who are going through that. Because if our view of morality is right, they're going through tremendous hurt. Ultimately, it's hurt because they don't know who Jesus is if they don't. But in this life, there's so much pain, and the church has to be there to love people, to not to not sacrifice what's true. Like Jesus said, the woman at the well, this is always the example, right? But that woman was discriminated against because of because she was a Samaritan and she was discriminated against because of her lifestyle. Jesus didn't shortchange the truth with her, but he sure loved her. He respected her and her life was changed because of that. See, this is where the change happens. It happens when we love people the way Jesus asks us to love people. And we need to be able to speak the truth in love, not in anger, to realize that we have an obligation to vote. And I think we've got to do that. It matters. But we also should take a look at our society and go, maybe if we loved people more and were more respectful, if our churches realize that the impact that the gospel has is so much greater than the impact of the government, that actually the church, when it loves and does its job, it impacts the government. You know, government change happens, I think, for the positive when the church gets right, when the church prays, when the church makes its right moral decisions about following the Lord and loving people, including loving our enemies. There's a lot to talk about there, but something I just want to leave you is to think about that, to think about the hope that we have is not going to happen because of whatever occurs on November 8th. The hope, it's always in Jesus and the gospel. 
that whoever believes in him would have eternal life, that whoever believes in Jesus, that their sins are washed away, whoever turns in their heart to Jesus Christ, they get accepted into the kingdom of God. They're our brother and sister. That, there's so much joy in that. There's everlasting life. There is forgiveness. There is grace. There's all these great things. The church needs to make sure that we're always about that. And I think that impacts our culture in the conversation of what is moral. Because without God, anything can be moral. Without God, morality is set by the most powerful people. That's how it works. And uh, that doesn't turn out too good in the end. Hey, everybody, you know, when we talk about these things, one of the things that I really enjoy personally and I want to invite you to is I like the process of the politics and the results of it, and I I like to teach how that goes. And on election night, I've done something for the past uh, 12 years called the Ferocious Election Day Special, and it's a a Facebook group I'm going to invite you to. And uh, if you go to the KKLA website, kkla.com, I think it'll be up on KPRZ here pretty soon. Just go to the Southern California Live page, click on the link for Ferocious Election Day special or if you can't find it there we go there's the theme um we have a great time it's all results it's nonpartisan. okay so it's not a place where we're going to debate all kinds of stuff my goal is to give you accurate results before the tv i'll gotta tell you what when 2016 whenever donald trump won and we got to announce that in the group about an hour before tv it was crazy we just have a great time um, check that out. I think if you're into uh, the election, you want to know what's happening, this is a great way to just be results-focused. It's nonpartisan. You can invite all of your friends. It is a, it's just a lot of fun if you're into that. And it's called The Ferocious. My name is Scott Furrow. So it's Ferocious, F-U-R-R-O-W-C-I-O-U-S, Ferocious Election Day Special. Check it out. Go to our website and uh, click the link, or you can go to ferocious.com. All right, we're done for today. Thank you for your calls. Lots of things uh, to discuss. And the good news is we're here every day from 3 to 5 to do that right here on Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. Have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.